0: listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via thebridgechicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. I am so depressed. What do I do? Let's get into it.
1: With you here on The Bridge Loud, my name is Matt Cain. I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. I'm okay, I guess. Oh, Glenn sounds down. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us, producer the show, the man together, Jed Brewer. Hang in there, buddy. <laughs> we're going to answer a question tonight that came to the TheBridgeLoud at gmail.com, where you're welcome to write your questions. This week's question says, I am so depressed. What do I do? To be fair, they probably didn't write it in as chipper a radio voice as I just read it. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> but you get the point. And uh, Glenn it's obviously a very, depression is a very common thing. We work For with sure. folks who go through hard circumstances, come out of mm-hmm. jail, come out of addiction, and yeah. this is a very common uh, aspect of that. So what do we tell
2: the folks? Well, we've all been there. Uh, that's, yes. It's important to recognize. I think there's something about any kind of pain, really, but especially emotional pain that makes you feel alienated. It makes yeah. you feel like you're the only one, and other people are off to having fun and enjoying life, and you're stuck and hanging back, and, and you're by yourself in that but you aren't. We've all been there. It's easy enough if we can think back to for, for those of us who may not be in a real depression to remember those times uh, and to recognize there is help for that. There's uh, These are not unsolvable problems. There's something about depression that, that has this thing of you feel like you can't do anything with it. You can't move forward in any way. But there is help, and it's not an impossible thing to fix.
1: I think it's a really important point start off on, Jed. And uh, the other thing about there is help out there and there is uh, help to be had, but we want to make sure that's the right kind of help. Absolutely. As, as much as depression is something that a lot of people deal with, depression is also something that a lot of people have thoughts on.
0: That's right. And we want to make sure we're onboarding the right stuff there, right? Totally, totally. Look, at, at the end of the day, depression is um, something where we want to get an expert to weigh in on. We Somebody who um, really knows what they're talking about, who can help us sort out our specific situation. And Matt, exactly like you said, um, uh, d- depression and we're is kind of like sports in that everybody has opinions on it, but not everybody is qualified to coach an NFL team. So you know, we we got at least two categories. So that's why today we have with us on the show Dr. Sunitha Chandy. Uh, she is a licensed clinical psychologist. Uh, she's an incredibly talented, incredibly experienced uh, person with a lot of great insights. And I think one of the things that we're going to find. As we uh, get into talking with here over the next couple of segments here is exactly what Glenn said, which is uh, we can address this problem. Um, if you're feeling depressed, we've, we've all been there. We, you're, you're hearing from three guys that, that know from depression. Uh, but this is not the last word in your life. This is not the last chapter in your story. Uh, there's things that we can do, uh, things that, that we want to do. We don't want you to suffer. Um, we want to help you get some help here today, but also to find someone there in your own life who can talk with you and get you the help that you need.
1: Exactly. And there is someone like that in your area. If you don't know where you would start with finding counseling, feel free to email us to bridgeloud at gmail.com. We'll uh, help you do some research, get you hooked up with uh, someone in your area. Most places have someone that will do sliding scale. You can pay what you do. And if you're in a little, if you don't have time to wait for an email, you can always call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. That number again, 1-800-273-8255. They have folks on there on 24 hours a day to talk to you and to help you get you hooked up with the resources. Very important, and we'll be back right here on The Bridge Loud. Two men go to the chapel. Two men go to the church. The
3: first step's up to the microphone to give the speech that he's rehearsed. He clears his throat and begins to break.
0: This is Jed Brewer, and we have with us today a very special guest. We're welcoming to the show Dr. Sunitha Chandy. Dr. Chandy, thank you so much for joining us.
4: Thanks for letting me be here.
0: It is a pleasure to have you. Now, for those of you who are listening, Dr. Chandy is a licensed clinical psychologist. Dr. Chandy, if you would, to begin, what is depression?
4: Well, I think sometimes when people talk about depression, it's easy to get confused because we use that word all the time in everyday life. So your buddy's gonna say like, oh man, I'm feeling so depressed. Okay, what does that usually mean? It usually means that they're feeling down, they're feeling sad, something's bothering them. But kind of on my side in the clinical world, when we talk about depression with the capital D, we're thinking about something a little bit more specific. This isn't just feeling bummed out or sad. Uh, Clinical depression is usually related to sadness, but when we think about it, it's the intensity level how intense does this feel and also how long does it last. It's one thing to be super bummed because your favorite show was canceled. Uh, Yeah, I get sad about that too. But when it's been three weeks, eight weeks, and I still am not over that, when I'm still frustrated and upset and struggling to get my life going... That's a little bit different than just being bummed out that something ended. And so when we talk about depression, what we're really thinking about is this sadness that's affecting you more than just, man, I feel bummed, but man, I can't get out of bed. I don't feel like doing anything. Um, It's affecting how you think. It's affecting how you relate to people. It's affecting how you feel. And it's not just this hour-long, day-long, week-long thing. It's something sometimes that can last for a while that we struggle to shake. So for some people, depression is very biological. So it's very much based off of how the uh, neurotransmitters in their brain work. The problem is, is that if you are depressed based off of a situational thing, Mm -hmm. I lost my job, um, my, my partner left me. Uh, Something really bad has happened to my family or to me personally That also can trigger the same sort of reactions in your brain Mm. A third of people are mostly benefited by medication And we typically see those are people who have a biological predisposition So that's something like you've got a family history of depression It's something that runs in your family You have this other side where it's much more situational right? Like something has happened and it's really shook up how we see the world, how we see ourselves And in those cases, medication could be helpful, but therapy can as well.
0: What do we do when we're afraid to dig in because we're afraid that we're gonna wind up being mad at people we're not allowed to be mad at?
4: First thing I would say is anything left in the dark is scarier than Mm -hmm. anything in the light. So anything we keep hidden, like, is scarier. When you bring things to the light, yeah. Sometimes there are things there that we don't wanna see. I'd also say like I want to challenge the part that says you can't get angry at someone like those feelings are telling you something and by ignoring them it's like having a pot that's boiling and taping the lid shut Mm. eventually the pressure of the water boiling will blow that lid off and it's much safer for you to choose when you lift the lid off to let the like the pressure release but the water's still boiling Mm. a lot of what you want to Learn to do is like, why is the water boiling and what can I do to turn that off or use this hot water to create something good?
1: you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and we're going to take you back to Jed Brewer's sit-down with Dr. Sunitha Chandy to answer the question that came in, I am so depressed, what do I do?
0: For someone who's dealing with depression, I'm going to guess that shrug it off and just cut it out is bad advice. But why is it bad advice?
4: I think it's bad advice because how do you do it? Okay. So just just stop being sad. <laughs> just stop. Just don't do it. Just turn it off. Awesome. If I could have turned it off, I would have done it a while ago. The problem is things like depression, anxiety, trauma, you don't see it on someone's body, Mm -hmm. but it's there. We just can't stop feeling something. What I would actually say to the friend who's saying like, hey, just snap out of it, just shake it off. I'd be like, how? Mm -hmm. That's partly what we do in therapy. How do I shift my feelings? How do I stop feeling this? What do I do to feel different, to get back to the place that I want to be?
0: Can a person really learn to think differently? And, And if so, can that change their emotional reality?
4: Absolutely. Like, our thoughts are really tied to our behaviors. How we think shapes how we feel. How we feel changes how we think. It also changes how we act. Oftentimes, when we feel really down, we're having thoughts like, I'm so horrible, this sucks, things will never get better, we don't challenge those thoughts. Mm. We don't think about them. We don't look to see if they're accurate. And we aren't actually that accurate because we don't have all the information. When I think about interacting with your behaviors or thoughts, it's how do you change your relationship to those thoughts? And Mm. how do you move closer to the person you want to be through how you act and how you think, knowing that you can't always turn off those thoughts? I might have that thought like you're a horrible person, but how do I interact with that? Mm. Like, do I remind myself of the ways that I'm working to, like, treat people I love well? I'm working to, like, make a difference in the world. And yeah, sometimes I might feel like a horrible person, but whenever I feel like a horrible person, instead of just staying in my bed and binge watching Netflix, I could get out and try to do something that would counteract that mm. or move me to a better place. So I'm thinking in coping skills is anything that helps us get through life. Right? Get through the day. And so there are, we'll use a fancy word, maladaptive coping skills and adaptive coping skills, which is pretty much coping skills that work and coping skills that don't. Things like substances often fall under maladaptive coping because they work in the short term. Right. Right? As a therapist, I'm looking at the long haul. I'm looking at the big picture. Like, how long is that going to help you? And what often happens for most of you guys who know about addiction and substance use Like the amount you start with isn't what's going to work with you forever. It's more and more and more. And then that cycle kicks up and all the problems and issues that come with it start kicking up. So now you're also adding more fuel to the fire for your depression. When we talk about those adaptive coping skills, we're talking about things that actually tie into what makes life worth living, what Mm -hmm. gives you meaning, what builds your health.
0: There is undoubtedly a person listening right now who is dealing with depression in their own life. What would you want to say directly to that person who's listening right now?
4: Don't suffer alone. Depression really is a very lonely uh, disease, right? Everything about how we want to respond is to keep things secret, to keep them hidden, right? It's bad, it's horrible. I can't trust people. I need to pull away. Like, it can get better, and it is hard work. And part of the reason why it's worth telling someone that you are close to or reaching out for help is because it's the hope that something could get better. One of the biggest things that I have found that fights depression is hope, mm. right? Mm. What and where could hope be? And if you're reaching towards hope, you're reaching closer to help.
0: Dr. Chaney, that is wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today.
4: Thank you.
2: We know you have struggles, we believe in you, and we want to help.
1: We are back for you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. I feel better already. Also joining us, the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Good to be here. We are continuing to answer a question that came in to the Bridge Loud at gmail.com that says, I am so depressed, what do I do? I say we are answering a question. We really haven't done much heavy lifting <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> But that's given us extra time to prepare a very special batch of the secret sauce. The secret sauce. So, Glenn, we've heard a lot of very good experts, um, medical advice from Dr. Chandy. That's obviously a critical element of getting over this, but there are some other aspects that when we, we come at things from a Christian perspective, when we with folks that we want to look at, what would we add in from that spiritual standpoint?
2: Well, for sure, it's important to look at the spiritual element of this because I think there's a sense of, I want to get some emotional healing here. I want to get my life back on track. But what if uh, God just thinks I suck? You know, What if there isn't any higher power that's strengthening me, powering me, giving me what I need to overcome all these obstacles? But it's about recognizing the, the, the Bible itself actually says that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. And that's a fantastic sentiment. I think uh, I want you to take that home and put that in your pocket and really think about the fact that God is for you, that we are for you. We're here to support you. We're here to encourage you. Get in touch with us if you need help because uh, this this amazing journey that you're on starts today.
1: That's absolutely right. I think it's, it's an important thing to look at. As we've mentioned a number of times, you're listening to three guys on this show who have all been exactly where you are as you write this in. And it's easy to think that depression must have an implication. It must mean something, um, when in reality, what it probably means is is something's wrong with your brain chemistry or, you know, just your general health. It's a, There's a reason they call it mental health. But when we are someone who has a relationship with the Lord who looks at things from a Christian perspective, that temptation can, in a weird way, be doubled to think, well, if I'm this bummed out about things, that must mean that there's something weird or some secret sin or some... Problem with God, and we know that's not true because the Bible is very clear that, as as pointed out, that God's just for us; He's just with us. And you look at uh, people in the Bible, the Old Testament and New Testament, who went through lots of ups and downs and didn't always take the downs very well. There's whole literal books of the Bible that are about people basically wailing and uh, having big problems with things that are going on in their life. Doesn't mean God doesn't use them, doesn't mean he's not there for them. It means you have a problem that we need to address and get over using the important tips we got from Dr. Chandy, using people that we can talk to in our life, get expert advice, and we're going to need the strength and courage that comes from God to look those things in the eye move past them. That's definitely what we want for you. We'll see you next week right here on The British Loud.
5: My
3: sin all oh, the bliss of this glory does My sin